What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Twilight Night Podcast. This is episode 124. I'm your host, Riley, joined by Mr. Sawgrass himself, Andy Nesbitt. What's up? The TPC kid, they call me these days. The TPC kid. What's up? Played Sawgrass yesterday. I, w- I wish I was out there right now playing it again. It was so much fun. You had a good time? Unbelievable time. I mean, the course, they could play the Players' Championship there on Thursday. Like, it's in that kind of shape. And they just did an overseeding of it like a month and a half ago. So it's it's a little soft and everything. But uh, like our we had a four caddy. And on the first tee, he's like, you know, you're catching it at a good time. It's pretty tame right now. It's pretty. They're keeping everything pretty wet. And, you know, I'm like, oh, pretty tame. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's It wasn't tame at all. You know, it was yeah. soft greens and whatnot, but it was still very, very hard course. Well, yeah, the, the layout is still really hard. Did you guys take carts or did you have to walk? Two carts. Four caddy walked, kept ahead of us, told us, you know, what does did what four caddies do. Great guy. Um, right, so when you pull into the place, you go, you, you drive up past the, the first tee is on your right. And I look over on the first tee and I'm like, hey, there's VJ Singh. And I was talking to my caddy. I'm like, did VJ Singh just go out? And he goes, oh, yeah, he and, he and his son are playing in that father-son shootout this weekend. So he's just getting in some extra practice. And I was like, man, that must be nice. <laughs> you know, just <laughs> I then like at TPC Sawgrass, they have you know one side of the range is for the the the, the public, and the other side of the range is for the pros, where the pros can practice. So you see some pros down there. And after we finished our round, we're driving off eighteen, and right on the uh, practice screen, right there was Jim Furyk showing some old guys how to putt. And I go, hey, Jimmy! And he goes, hey, hey! He looks up, you know, like, give me one of those double looks. He's like, do I? Do I know you? All right. <laughs> Uh, like no you don't know me it's all right so like everything around like it's just like this aura of this place now would i pay 800 dollars to play around there no i would not that was gonna be my next question yeah but uh, but all we had to pay were cart fees and uh and we all had to tip out the the four caddy so it was like a hundred dollar golf round for to play that place it's just ridiculous how cheap you got to play that place <laughs> it felt like robbery. Then afterwards, we got to go into the locker room. They have a champions locker room where it's got private doors where you can go in there and see all the champions lockers. And it was interesting to see that Greg Norman still has a locker in there. I asked the I asked the locker room attendant. I said, "Hey, uh, Greg Norman still got a locker?" And he goes, "Hey, he goes, you get to keep what you earned. That's what you get." And I go, "Well, what about Cam's parking spot?" And he's like, "All right, well, let's talk about something else." He said, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we sit in that barber's chair where I guess they, they cut people's hair at the tournament, which is pretty cool. It's a, it's a legendary barber's chair. So we got our photos taken around there. And um, so all of like the the ambiance, the aura of the place, it's just a really, as a golf nerd, it was just a really fun experience. How was the, take me through your thought process in your, in your brain as you're walking off 16? Okay, so the the that starts like when you're walking down 16 fairway when all of a sudden like you see that tree out in the middle of the water and you're like oh and then you look over and then there, there's that green and they're already building the uh the stands around there which is pretty cool to see. Are they really? Wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All 3 months, yeah. But they're yeah. they're they they're basically I'm like they must build those things up, take them down. Build them up, take them down. Like they're probably like they're probably without those for maybe a month cuz those things take a long time to build up. And so you're walking down 16th fairway, and I had a horrible 16th hole. I had pulled a drive into the woods, hit a tree, stayed in the woods, hit out, and it went into the water. And uh, I think I had a triple bogey. But that Yikes. whole time, right, we were going to 17th. 17th's right over there. 
And, you know, you forget about it during a round because you're playing like every hole there is really hard and every, every hole there is really beautiful and it's really fun. And you're like, hey, here's the shot on 14 where when you were a tiger hit this shot and, you know, you're thinking about all these things. And then all of a sudden you, you pick up your ball on 15 and you walk and you go, oh, here we go, 16, 17, and 18. Like this is what you paid the money for. This is what you want to experience. And then you get over to 17 and we can't hit from where the pros hit, but you can hit, you know, they, they have the tees like to the left of there. So it was like 120 yards, 125 yards to the pin. And it's just quiet out there. And it's really close. I mean, it's only 120 yards. When you're there in person, it's it's really it feels really close. Um and then when you tee up the golf ball, when it's your turn to go, like my buddy went first and he put his in the water. Another guy went next and he put his in the water. So bad vibes all around. Bad vibes. Yeah, bad I played vibes. bad golf yesterday, too. I didn't. I think I was overwhelmed by it all. I think you get kind of I, the second time I play there, I think I'll do a lot better. First time, you're just kind of like, this is crazy. You want every shot to be perfect. You're overthinking everything. Didn't play my best golf. Tee up the ball. I would have liked to have had a nine iron, but I lost my nine iron about a month ago. So I don't have a nine iron. How do you lose it just like next to a green or something? Left it on a green. Uh, realized it like seven holes later. No one returned it. Just that. a stupid move. But I thought about that from the moment I got a tee time. I'm like, that's going to be a nine iron shot, and I don't have a nine iron. So I like asked the four caddy nine times, like, what's it to the front? What's it to the front? What's it to the front? He's like, Andy, it's 107 to the front. I'm like, okay, thanks, John. His name is John. I'm like, thanks, John. I'm just really nervous. You know, wind's coming in a little bit. And I hit a high ball, as I am want to do, and it goes up, and it's going right at it. And it lands on the front of the green. And spins back to the rough. I took a picture of it on social media to literally like two feet away from going in the water. But I got over. Only one of my group to do it. All the other guys hit two tee shots into the water. And one guy went to the drop zone, which is just a maniacal drop zone in real life and on TV. And he skidded his over into the water. And uh, I missed a par putt, settled for a bogey. But I was, I was, I was dry. We'll take, we'll take a four on that. I yeah, think. it was it was everything you'd want it to in the be. water. It's everything you'd want it to be as a golf nerd is to stand on that tee and just especially when there there isn't a huge build out yet of the stand, so it is it's so it looks so different from when I was there in March at the tournament, and you just kind of sit there and take it all in. And then you just try to chase out the bad vibes you've had all day going on with your golf swing. So you've been so you went to in March standing on the tee, did the green look bigger or smaller than you thought it was going to? Uh, bigger, bigger. I think yeah, it was it's bigger. actually, not, it's not that intimidating of a shot really. Once you just get crazy. over the water factor. I mean, if it's yeah. a, if it's a big green and it's 110 yards to the middle of the green, like that's just not that hard it of a shot. Feels, yeah. It feels like it's this big overextended catcher's mitt. And all you got to do is just lob one over into the glove. Right. But then when your friends start whopping it all over the place, you're like, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> and then there is that moment where like right before you pull your club away, you're like, all right, here we go. Like, let's do this. And then like the sense of like, all right, my ball is not lost. It's right up there. It didn't, it didn't spin into the water. I got it on the green. Um, it, it felt good. I only lost one ball out there yesterday, which is, which is, I think is pretty good on 16. I would love to say that's good golf, but if you shot like 95, it's not great. But hey, one ball, that's not bad. Shot 94. 94. But I mean, breaking 100 at Sawgrass the first time you ever played, I feel like is pretty good. Thank you. Yeah, I think it wasn't bad. I, I, I played on Saturday and like the back nine on Saturday, I played really well. And like every tempo was all like, you know, when everything's just work, like every iron shot's right at the flag. I had a couple birdies. I had one 
uh birdie or i had a bogey after putting in the water that was pretty much a birdie if it wasn't for the water and so like everything was like i'm this is this is when you want to be playing your best going into sawgrass on monday this is gonna be great and hit a great drive on one and i just i played well i just didn't a lot of my irons went um to the right of the green so like into the rough and like the rough around the greens and the moguls there and you know it's just there's if you if you mess up just a little bit as we all know pete die will make you will make you pay that's a fun day and then i went to 18t 18t with that water all on the left buddy of mine chopped his way left in the water again but uh i bombed one straight and right into the trees and was able to make an eight footer for bogey later on so bogey bogey Bogeyed 17, bogeyed 18. Not a bad way to finish. Tripled 16, but we don't no, have to we'll talk about t- that. Yeah, we don't have to talk about that. But hey, bogey, bogey on the last couple is pretty damn good, I think. Yeah, on the front, I I parred two, I parred seven, and I parred nine. A lot of people are saying nine Whoa. is the hardest course out, the hardest hole out there. Wow. Yeah. I can't picture nine in my head right now, but I believe- nine, you know that nine's that that par five that goes down and then it goes over straight, then it goes over. Like you can hit it over the trees to get near the green, some do. It's a it's a it's a weird par five, huh? No, uh, yes, I do know. Yeah, yeah, I do know it. Yeah, so I hit a great drive down the middle, hit a nice little approach or a little layup. Is that the one that you can't hit it too far because there's a gap? Yeah, is that the one? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so the fairway goes over, and then it kind of takes like a hard right that way, and there's trees there, and there's trees here. I got on the green in regulation and two butter for par. I was like, that's that's pretty good. That is pretty good. We'll take that. Yeah. But uh yeah, it's it's when you play like these, I don't know, when you play like these really important courses for the first time, I've always found like when I played Tory Pines South the first time, like I was like genuinely nervous teeing the ball up on the first hole. I don't know why. It's just because like, oh, everything's happened here. Like everything this is important. This isn't like if you play Saturday with your buddies at your normal course, you don't think about it at all. Right, and I, I think I tried to force things too much, but also just like as a golf dork as we all are, it was just fun. Especially after like following Cam on the back nine on Monday last year, like I was able to know that part a little bit and be like, "Oh, that's where I stood watching tee shots." So this is what was going on over there, and to, to be in there hitting shots was pretty awesome. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's fun, but yeah, it's something. $800, no, but it's an experience. I look forward to my second time doing it. I can't wait to play it again. Yeah, I'm looking forward to when I get to play it. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. I think I'll, I think I'll feel the same. It's just the it's the aura of the golf course when you go to it for the first time. Yeah, like like I, you press. Like you want everything to be perfect. Like you, you want. Yeah, you want to play well at a really cool golf course. Yeah. Is, yeah. And I didn't play bad. It wasn't like I was dinking balls around. Like I wasn't like topping anything or like it was, it was just it was just fractions off here and there. Yeah, you didn't you know? yeah, miss a green, not a great chip, two putt for bogey, that kind of thing. And I the greens that. were super slow because they they're they've been watering, they've been, you know, they they're getting them all prepped up for the tournament. And so things are slow. And my course, like the greens are lightning fast. And so like I was just leaving like all day long. I was leaving putt short. I hate Playing slow greens is one of my least favorite thing and things in the world. Yeah, I'd rather have break. to. I'd rather have to tap a ten footer than muscle a ten footer. I always feel bad too playing with a caddy, and they're you know they're like, and you just you just perform poorly for them on a putt where they like take the time and they're like, I think it's three balls here, and you hit a thirty foot putt, you hit it like sixteen feet. <laughs> Right, you, just, you spend the rest <laughs> of the time trying not to make eye contact with them. You're like, oh god, I just let this guy down. 
Uh, it was uh, it was bad. Did you guys play like a match out there, or you just tried to survive? No, we just, uh, my buddy and his friend they played a match, and uh, one of the guys, the two of the guys were in town visiting. My buddy Rick's friends were visiting from Cleveland, and one of them pulled a muscle in his arm the day before, and so he couldn't play. So he just kind of putted with us. So he was kind of along for the ride. Uh, but yeah, there wasn't any match play going on. But I I want to get back out there. It was just. It was amazing. You know what wasn't amazing? So we're on the first hole, right? And the cart girl comes by, and my buddy got uh, three transfusions, you know, the drink. Mm-hmm. Um, guess how much that cost? Um, $45. $72. Holy shit. <laughs> $72. I didn't get one. I was putting. I come back, and I hear him talking to the cart girl. And she goes, okay, that'll be uh, seventy. Blah, blah blah. I go, I go. How many did you get? Uh, three. I'm like, Jesus, holy shit! Yeah, that place, that place makes a lot of money off you. Twenty four dollars for a transfusion. Yeah. Holy hell! Yeah. <laughs> they they had a deal for uh, a five for six deal for uh, white claws at the turn. So a six pack of white claws uh, for uh, high noons. Uh. $52. That's unbelievable. It's rough. It's pretty rough. That, yeah. God damn. Pretty rough. $24 for a drink. Holy shit. Yeah. So it, it was, it was expensive, but uh, they, they, they definitely, I guess uh, when you don't really pay for the round, I guess it kind of makes up for it, but yeah, makes it a little easier to swallow when you don't have to pay $900 to get on there. Yeah. So we, uh, there's a member at our club who's a member at Sawgrass too. And so he, he's this old guy, filthy, stinking rich, like five Porsches, like just this loud, fun, crazy guy. Must be fun. And my buddy Rick was like, yeah, I wanted to get a tea time there for my friends uh, while they're in town, and I couldn't get one. So he's like, I called this guy up, and that guy was like, I can get you a fucking tea time. Calls up Sawgrass, like, give me a goddamn tea time. He's like, Ricky, I got you 9, 10 a.m. on Monday. <laughs> you know, like a pretty good tea time. Uh, and then we went back to like his locker afterwards and got, they give you like these, uh, these, uh, thing these bag thing bag tags on there that they engrave yep. for you after the round so there's a guy in there that says yeah let me get anything i'll engrave it for you and you can get whatever you want engraved in there and uh yeah and we just kind of took pictures and hung out it was it was cool as shit that's awesome what a cool day yeah oh, and then we got free passes from uh from our course somehow like the guy that owns our course gave rick, my friend rick four free passes so like it was supposed to be 300 bucks and on friday he was like hey we got these passes so it's just card fees Damn. Like, <laughs> like really? That's, like, yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. That's unreal. Yeah, so it was sick. That but it's like, sick. man, just like that. That place just that huge don't that huge um clubhouse is just it's a fun place to walk through. They got like yeah. all the every every winner has to like donate a club from their bag that they want, so you got it all on the wall and uh you can just see a bunch of cool shit. That's awesome. Jim, my buddy friend Jimmy Furick. Yep. Shout out, Jimmy. Jimmy! Uh, Saturday was the match. The match seven. Tiger Woods, Roy McIlroy, Jordan Speed, Justin Thomas. Uh, the result wasn't what we wanted. Or, I mean, it was it was fine. I didn't really care who won. But we didn't get to see all 12 holes. And Justin Thomas was on fire. Yeah. What did you what did you think about the whole the whole experience, the seventh match? Uh, I thought I was going to love night golf. I didn't love night golf. Ooh, you're like the first person that didn't like it. 
I, I know. I, I just what what about it? Didn't you didn't you like? I just couldn't. I don't want to sound like an old man here. I just couldn't like. I just had no feel for like where they were or what was going on or yeah. Like, the lights weren't great. Like you know, and like that's what night golf is. Like there's a lot of times where you hit a ball and you're like, because a lot of times they hit a ball and they go, where'd that go? And if they if they don't know where it's going, like they kind of lose their intensity of like what's going on there. And um, I don't know. I, it's I, almost. I, uh, I think they set it up to more. They only put lights pretty much where they thought the dudes were going to be. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like yeah, it, so like on the, the tee box, tea, one no. on the fairway, and and a bunch on the green is kind of what they did. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I I didn't like the night. I thought I was gonna love it because I talked last week about how I love golf videos on Instagram and a shot at night. Yeah, but. I I thought I thought the night the night portion was sweet. I thought it was very cool. I think it changed it up. I wouldn't yeah. be sur- I wouldn't be surprised if those if the match series turns into kind of like a primetime night thing going forward, I think. Yeah. Because most of the feedback aside uh, from you is, was very positive. <laughs> so, uh, I, I have something to say, folks. I do not like them. Like, yeah. Who gives a shit? Get out of here. <laughs> I still think these things are tar- are hard to watch just because the time and like, I don't, I can't do, I can't deal with all like the fake. I, I get Charles Barkley's hilarious. I, I'm, I'm sure he is, but I just can't take, like all the forced ribbing, I, and like all the times I kept calling each other parts. All right, nice, nice job there, parts. I'm not a big fan of that parts. JT, JT, and uh, Jordan were doing that. Is it parts or parts? I thought it was with a D. Parts, parts, probably parts. Part, I think it's parts. Partner. Um, I hate that. I don't know yeah. if I'm alone <laughs> in that, but that's very strange. Yeah, it just that was the first time I ever heard it, and then I heard it like 900 times that night. Oh, yeah, I don't I also, know. It was a lot. I feel like Charles Barkley. And I was what I saw a clip last night of the Manning cast, and then I'm like, well, "How is the Manning cast still a thing? Like, do, do people really find Peyton Manning to be that interesting or that funny? Like, he's just built his brand about him, and, and like he's like an easy hire to be like, oh, funny guy. And I feel like Charles Barkley is that same thing. Like, all right, we're gonna have Charles on. He's gonna say all sorts of crazy stuff, and we're all gonna laugh. It's like, all right, is he really? I feel kind of a tangent there. I also feel that with Gronk. I, I don't think Gronk has ever said anything funny, but yeah, people think he's this funny guy. Oh, he's he's just surrounded by people that like have to laugh at him. That's kind of what it comes down to. Yeah, like he'll do something on TV, and then I'll be like, "Oh, you see what Gronk did?" And you're like, it's never made me laugh once in my life. Yeah. What do you think of Tiger? Uh pretty much what we expected. Uh, man, I my first thought is it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, I'm excited to watch it, but I'm also like. I don't know. It makes me feel old watching it. <laughs> I like, it's sad. It's, it's, yeah, I feel that it sucked because going into it, I'm like, oh, before the hero, he was talking about how good he was playing, like in a cart. Obviously, he's not walking around, but he was pumped about how good he was playing. And then because of plantar fasciitis during the interview before the thing started, he was like, yeah, I haven't hit a golf ball in two and a half weeks or like he hasn't played in two and a half weeks. I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be terrible. Yeah. And you could tell the first couple holes were bad, like his first drive or no, he made birdie on the first hole, but it was a drivable par four and then hit a slice drive and then a chunk iron. And I was like, Jesus, this might be a long night. By the end, he was actually hitting a lot of good golf shots, which was nice to see. But yeah. it's tough to watch him walk around a green because it just doesn't look that. Oh, yeah. A friend of mine on her text was inst- instantly was like, man, he, that limp is pronounced. I'm like. I'm like, yeah, I, don't, I mean, his body is like, I don't know how he's like even getting around doing this. Yeah, his I'm not legs sure. Are just die, like just they're, they're just brittle. 
And I don't know, maybe that's still, maybe still feeling his foot like a little bit. And maybe that made it a little bit worse, or at least that's what I'm trying to convince myself in my head. So I feel better about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It wasn't great watching him walk around and like bend down and read putts and stuff. No, it's all like, like, oh, Tiger's there. And then you're like, ooh, ew, ew, oh, like, it just makes me miss the days of like when Tiger was the king of the world. His swing still looks good, though. His driver speed, ball speed was up there. Hell yeah, he was with he was with JT and Jordan all night, ball speed wise. Yeah, that's wild. It's really gonna just come down to him. I think he can. I his level of play is still high enough to make cuts at major championships. I don't know if it's high enough to win a major championship. I'll ever never count him out of anything. It just comes down to, and we've said it a thousand times. It's just gonna come down to what his leg does. I think he'll. When you say make the cut at major championships, I think you should just say championship i don't think i think he can only do it at augusta only make the cut at augusta yeah i don't think he can make i don't we saw last year he can't play it yeah i think i I think it also depends on the on the golf courses which sucks because majors usually like long golf courses i think that hurts him a lot Mm -hmm. um i don't know what is lacc is that long yeah, obviously it's, it's U.S. Condi- U.S. Open yeah. conditions, so the rough it's got is going to be ridiculous. Uh, to it, it's not like it's not like southern. I mean, it's in the middle of Los Angeles, downtown L.A., basically. But right, there's some rolling hills and whatnot. Hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. I mean, the open is always going to be a thing, just because it's it's flat. Did I ever but, tell you about when I played at LACC? No. And there was we had a caddy. He'd been there for like 30 years. And uh, we're coming up to a green, and there's all this noise behind the green, like, and I'm like, what? What's that? And the guy goes, Oh, that's the uh, Playboy Mansion. That's Hugh Hefner's like exotic animals. What? <laughs> yeah, the Playboy Mansion was right behind one. Is right there. Yeah, so they had this big co- concrete wall up, and the caddy had been there forever. And he goes, We used to caddy. We used to walk up here, and it used to just be this uh, this chain link fence, and you'd see topless girls on a trampoline, like in the backyard. He's like, it was great. He's like, and then they built this wall, and because it was just it was too much nudity for the golf course. (laughs) And then then one night, a guy scaled the wall to try to get into the place, and he fell off the wall and died. Whoa! Holy shit! How high was the wall? Probably like twenty feet. Oh, that'll do it. Concrete. But he was imagine dying trying to get into the Playboy Mansion. Like you got to see naked women that badly, man. Never been that horny. But it's like I gotta to get that. in there. I gotta see <laughs> these women. Just never come down to that. But that was, uh, and then like one on the fourth <laughs> fairway is like there's this there's this mansion on the fourth off the fourth fairway. It's like mile long house. It felt like, and they're like, oh yeah, that's Lionel Richie's house. Lionel Richie. Typical. LA stuff, but I don't know how we got to. Oh, yeah, Tiger Woods and uh, major championships. I think Augusta is oh, yeah. the only place that he can. Um, I don't, it's the only place he can make a cut. Like going into I mean, the if week. If he couldn't make a cut, if he couldn't come close to making the cut at uh, at uh, the old course. Let me tell you something about that. If that ball doesn't go in the water on the very first hole, I think he oh. makes a cut. I think that killed vibes. I think it that murdered the vibe of everything that was happening. We were all very pumped about him being there. We were like, oh, my God, this guy might win this championship. And then he dunks it in the water on the very first hole. It's like, well, no, this is over now. Vibe's gone. And if, if elected president, the first thing I will do is I will make the right decision and say that all divots are ground under repair in the fairway. Please move them out. Please move your ball out. Just literally take your... I don't even need to drop it. Just take your club, push it an inch to the right or to the left, and then we're done. Just touch it with your shoe. I've never... I complain about that rule all the time. 
a divot I, by I definition the, I think is under repair. Of all time. I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's the stupidest rule in golf that if you're in a divot, you can't move it. It's outrageous. If you're, yeah, if you're in the fairway, if you're, if you're in the rough or like in a in a in a hazard, like you've put yourself in a bad position. You should never walk up to a ball and be a, be uh, in trouble for putting it in the middle of the fairway. Yeah, you shouldn't get penalized for hitting a great shot just because a guy an hour before you also hit a great shot. You guys ended up in the same place. It's stupid. And some it of my friends are like, no, it's the right go. thing. Yeah, I don't know how. No, no, no. If you believe that's the right thing, you are an idiot. You're stupid. You should not be able to talk. Right. Here, here. Shout out Andy's friends. Yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, I think that's all I had from the match, though. It was, yeah, it's it was always fine. fun to watch. It's always fun to watch Tiger on TV. I think they 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 need to do a better job of uh, having like the woman who is it the NBC woman that's no longer with NBC. Catherine Tappan. First of all, shout out Catherine Tappan. I'm sure she's a very nice lady. Um, I think she was in hockey, if I'm yeah, not she, mistaken. She was, the, uh, she was the studio host for their hockey. When they yeah, 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 and she was she was good at that. Yeah. Um, I don't know why they transferred over to golf because I don't know if she has any like history in golf. Yeah. Uh, she's terrible at golf. It's remember when she uh, was she uh, for one of her first tournaments, I think it was Bay Hill, and she said something to like Scotty Scheffler, like you've won twice. Like, where's this rank in your list of wins? Like, she had a really bad yeah interview. And golf's in her thing, and, and she's learning on the fly. Yeah, it's not her fault. No. Yeah, it's not her fault. She's but, just not good at it. And she also called Justin Jordan like four times, or the other way around. Maybe Jordan. She called Jordan Justin like three times before she figured it out that like she was getting it wrong. Yeah, but how do you she not saying, like? She was saying JT and Justin. <laughs> I think they need to do a better job of getting a like a fun current player in that in that role. Either you know, that or how do you there, that how do you not? For, yeah, 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 I agree. But you can put Harry Higgs, put a Max Homa in that spot, and you put Colt Nost out there. Put Colt Nost. Like you out have there. somebody that's just very good at it already. Exactly. I don't know how that's a hard call. Like who is it? Only no, because she's NBC, right? But no, she got yeah. fired, and she just got picked up. But because it's a TNT Pre-agent, thing, but yeah. I'm sure they would have. They probably would have used uh, Amanda Balionis, who's really who's great in that position. But she's called NFL game this weekend. Right? I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's a no brainer to put Colt down there, um, or just someone that is in golf on the kind. Like Kara Dixon is awesome. Yeah. It's just, or yeah, like you said, put it, put Max home on a mic, get Harry Higgs on a mic. It's just the easiest call of all time, just to make it a little bit fresher down get on the Tyrell ground. Hatton on the mic. Tyrell Hatton on a mic. Do the right thing. Fly in Tyrell Hatton and <laughs> say, just say whatever you want. He'd be like, what do you want me? Remember when I asked him if he could talk and he was like, what? And I'm like, what? I'm like, oh God, he's going to kill me. Yeah, that was a tough interaction. Oh, it, <laughs> it ended up being fine, but it was very yeah. funny to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Got off to him. What? 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Sorry, Sorry, no, no, no. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was fun. It was a fun Saturday, and they timed it perfectly with no like big college football games on, no NFL games. Yeah, it was, like, it was a good was weekend to night. do it. I agree. PNC's this week, another Tiger week. Yeah, I think that only, that's only three days. Is that or no? Is that only two days? Is it only Saturday and Sunday? I thought they do a Friday. Is it three days? I actually don't know. Uh, I'm about to look it up. Hold on. Sorry. It might be three days now that you said that. Yeah, I believe it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So Tiger and Charlie. JT's playing it with his dad. Uh, Jordan is playing it with his dad. Uh, The Dailies will be there. 
The Cordas will be there. Who shout out Nelly Corda. She yeah. was so fucking good at the QBE shootout this weekend. It was ridiculous. Yeah, they need to do more with her. Like they need to do more of the women's game. They need to get those players in bigger situations. She she played with Max Homa and Kevin Kisner during the first round. And they were they were just like, how does she not win every single tournament that she plays in? She didn't hit a shot outside of where she was looking during the entire round. Her tempo is just she's like unbelievable. Yeah, they they need to make more mixed events like that. Well, that that is that's turning into a mixed event next year. Yeah, which I can't wait for that. But you need to do more than one. I think it should be like a. Do like two or three of those a year because those are awesome. Um, sorry, I'm looking for the for the how to watch stuff for the PNC. <laughs> Did you watch any of the QBE shootout? Uh, I did. I, I mean, I watched a little bit of it, but not too much. Yeah, I watched a little bit of it on Sunday. Uh, Shout out Tom, Tom the, Hoagie. Uh, Shout out Tom Hoagie. I kept tabs on the Max Homa uh, kids group. Looking at Tiger Woods. So Charlie Woods is 13 years old. It is only Saturday and Sunday, but there is a pro-am on Friday that is uh, televised on Golf Channel. At that's night. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. So you can watch it one to six on Saturday and 11.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. on Sunday. Which is perfect for us because the Pats play at 4.30 on Sunday. So a little Tiger in the early afternoon, then Patriots in the afternoon. What a day. What a day. I was just looking at uh, Anakin Sorenstam's, Sorenstam's 11-year-old son playing in this. That's got to be tough for those little kids. 11-year-old playing in front of all those people. There's going to be a lot of people there. Just for a Tiger, obviously. Yeah. But. Is it the first time he's playing in that? Do you have to be a certain age before you can play in that? Probably, but probably like first. probably old, probably old enough to get it around, right? Like you can't. Yeah. Terrible. Yeah. Did you see uh, his when Tiger met Soren Sam's son the other night? Yeah. Hi, I'm Tiger. It's like, I'm no Tiger. shit. No shit, buddy. It's like, yeah, I know. I know, Mister Woods. <laughs> That's how we would talk if we met him. Yeah. I know. Hi, 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 how you doing? What else you got? Is it time to get back into the uh, golf scandal that's rocking the golf world? The golf scandal? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. The golf scandal. <laughs> this story's just been, I've been engrossed with it for the last week and a half. Yeah, I don't even know what you're talking about. Good. Oh, Good. oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this last week on the show, and then I get a text from you saying you would punch that kid in the face because of his because of the picture of his YouTube. Yeah, he's got a very punchable face. That Grant Hovland guy, I think is his last name. Uh, last name Hovland. A, uh, something like that. Hor- Ho- Horland, Horland, Horland. Um, but so he put out a video. <laughs> I couldn't get through it. I can't watch him. Like first second, he's like, "I'd like to thank everyone for tuning into this video and uh, uh, hitting the channel." I hate how YouTubers talk. It's just like, "Welcome back to the channel." Glad you guys are. Why do they say? Why do they say "Welcome back to the channel"? Every video. Welcome back to the channel, guys. It means a lot to me that you're watching this video. I want to talk to you about what happened with me and good, good. And I'm sitting there like, what are we doing? <laughs> just, you, just, you just left. You left the business. You started your new business. This happens all the time. Yeah, yeah. You don't need to. Like, if I left Golf Week, I wouldn't record a video saying I appreciate everything that's happened. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for the hit. Smash that subscribe button while you're here. <laughs> hit the like. You know? 
And then the Micah guy did a video. And now the good, good guy. It's just a lot of drama. And then there's this one dude who does these three minute like news raps. Like he's just jumped onto the story and become like his own like news golf channel. He's trying so hard on like, you, on YouTube or like yeah, TikTok oh. and YouTube. And he'll be like, "Hey guys, thanks for checking out my channel. As you know, a lot's been going on this week with the good, good, and I'm glad to bring you this news." And like he brings like the news in three and a half minutes. It's like it's such a fucking bizarre world. It's like it's insane how big those dudes are huge like it's almost like they like kids and people cover them like we cover the pga tour yeah like that is their pga tour it's insane i mean good for them holy shit they must have so much money i can't even imagine how much money they make all right so grant Hor- uh horvat is his name horvat oh uh, yeah that's right i'm looking at his video and a three minute, 38 second video on good, good explanation. There's two sides to every story. It came out eight days ago. It has 803,000 views. Holy shit. <laughs> 800. Oh my God. <laughs> that is, that is insane. Below, is insane. below it, he has a video where he says, I played uh, versus Bryson in a match. That video has 501,000 views. It's from like two weeks ago. His st- video on just him explaining good, good, it's got 800,000 views. 800,000 views. Holy crap. And he's just sitting there going, oh, what a... It's like, you know, these kids are like, all right, just get over it. Be like, hey, think shit didn't work out. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah, you're like 20, 20 years old. Who gives a fuck? Just play golf somewhere else. And then there's this other golf guy uh who's, who's that? you're just nice. deep in the you're just deep in the weeds of golf youtube huh yeah, oh rick shields you know rick shields uh dude i used to watch rick Shields like five six seven years ago i was deep in the rick shields game i haven't seen yeah. one of his videos in a long time but so he does this series now called breaking 75 where he goes to courses and uh all over england which i like since i get to see all these different courses over there and he tries to break 75 but like he's starting to break emotionally and like his game's starting to fall apart, like sculling chips, like hitting bat. Like the, the other day, he put out a video where he shot like in the high 80s. Yikes. Yeah. And he's like, and his next video is like, because he's, he's all in on the series. <laughs> so he has to keep doing it. And then the next video, he was like, uh, listen, guys, I got I to gotta, I gotta get some coaching in. I got to pa- hit pause, break 75. <laughs> Like you're watching this man on this empire he's built on YouTube, and his game's falling apart. But he's he's all in on this series, so he's like, "What do I do?" And you watch him, and you're like, "Oh man!" But it's fun to watch because he's like struggling on some of these courses, really bad. Right. But he's a great player. But he's just like, it's, "This is what golf is. That's why we all love it." Like one oh day God. you got it, the next day you're like, "It's the stupidest sculling. sport in the. It's the stupidest sport in the world." I don't know. I don't know why. Yeah. Plays it. So I bet uh, Rick Shield. The good good people are saying maybe that Rick Shields talked to Grant Hovland Horvat and said, "You can do this on your own. You don't need good good." Well, doesn't Rick Shields have like two million subscribers on you? I mean, that guy makes. Yeah. I can't even imagine how much money that guy makes. Do you think I should start my own YouTube channel where I talk about should this we? news? I'll do, I'll start it with you. Welcome back to the channel, everybody. We've got some news coming into you. Rick Shields today shot 84. And, of course, he had a meeting with Good Good on from what I'm hearing. Uh, I'm going to kick it over to Riley. Riley, what do you got? Yeah, wait, no no professional golf news whatsoever. <laughs> it's just social no. media golf. I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Bob McAdoo beat uh, Micah Parsons 14-2. Uh, to two. <laughs> Micah Parsons. <laughs> no way that guy could swing a golf club. No chance. No. No, no chance. His arms are way too big. 
so yeah, it's, it's, there's a lot of stuff going on in the YouTubes right now. I guess I'll send you a video later of the kid that doesn't news. <laughs> so, so yeah, weird. that's that's very funny. I'll like every one of his, I looked at his the other day. He has like ten videos, and every one of his thumbnails is him like making a face. Like what? Is, what's up with the? What's up with those? Do you two? So like, do they still think people are gonna click on it just because of like the thumbnail? Like by now, doesn't everyone know on YouTube the thumbnail is like just an overreaction trying to lure you in? It's it, yeah, it's gone so in that direction that it's mm-hmm. just like I, I would, I'd rather just click on a normal one now. Yeah, I know the ploy. I don't. Need Everyone's that. like, "Can you believe?" <laughs> Their sweater. It's like, yeah, I played with a seventeen-year-old kid who's like the young Tiger Woods, and they're like, "Yeah, oh. yeah." Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and you watch it, and you're like, "It's nothing too crazy." What are you guys doing? No. Oh, calm down, God. YouTubers. Smash the subscribe. Hit the like. Smash it. Smash. Have you been watching uh, the No Laying Ups Taurus sausage this season? Um, so I was, I was keeping up with it for the first couple weeks. Um, the last one I watched, I think, was the Alex Noren one, which I literally think is maybe what the second one that has come out. Um, yeah. from this one. Uh, but I am, at, I'm, I'm, my plan was to run through them today because I love, the, I love those. Those are very uh, well made. Yeah, really good. The seasons were really good. Um, so I gotta run. Th- I gotta run through them. Makes me want to go over to Europe, play golf. Mm-hmm. They do I've a great job. Of, they do a great job with those. I've been interested. I'm, a, I'm I'm in the YouTube world. This means nothing to anybody. I love seeing like what's going on on the YouTube. So you can see my news channel later. Thanks to hit the subscribe button. Uh, each one of their episodes, like their first episode, season one. I mean, episode one of this tour sauce, one hundred fifty thousand. Season two, I mean, episode two hundred nine. Episode three, ninety eight thousand, ninety two thousand. Like. I wonder why it just goes down like that. Probably the. I, I mean, I I I contributed to that. I watched the first two, and I haven't watched the rest of them. I think it's just the hype of a new season coming out, and then once it starts rolling out, you kind of forget about it, and then you forget about it. And then you're like, like you have, and you're like, I would like to watch four of these in a row instead of just like one every week. <laughs> Kinda, yeah, yeah, I can see that. You know, but I like those guys. They're they're uh, their videos don't have any. We went to Scandinavia. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no fucking dumb images. No. Did Big Randy get a birdie? We'll tell her. <laughs> yeah. They're more on the, uh, I would say, creative side than the, I don't even have a word for that other thing. Yeah. They're making like, like cinematography videos. Yeah. And there's like uh, DJ, the guy who does all the, the directing, or whatever, editing. His wife has uh, been doing the music for this, and there's a match. I forget. I think it was Randy and DJ in the final coming down the back nine, and like the music they play in it, it was like I felt like I was watching the movie. It was great. Yeah, they do a great job. They have a very uh, I, I don't know who edits all their footage or whatever, but their uh, the filter that they put on all the videos is, is great because that's definitely not just like them pointing a camera at something and then they just put it up like that. Like they put some sort of like dark dark filth i don't know any of the language i probably sound like an idiot but it looks fantastic yeah man last week i was talking about i didn't have a golf trip to look forward to and then middle of the podcast i got hit up for for tpc sawgrass and now i'm back to having nothing to look forward to until august i'm currently going through a little bit of like senioritis right now yeah you know i don't know it was so long ago for you but in high school when you were a senior Uh, that spring was just like, like, why the fuck are we doing anything? 
Yeah. That's kind of what I got going on right now because I have to finish this week and then I have to work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday next week. And then I'm off for like two weeks. Bam. So I'm entering that portion where I'm just like, I just need to get through my next six shifts and then I'm done. My senioritis, we were always so worried because we were probably gonna have to go off to the war. True. The draft. Mm-hmm. Draft season. It was it was tough back then. Mm. Thank God you didn't have to go. Yeah. Gonna get my number called. I would have oh. I would have not gone. You would what were you to done moved? They wouldn't need me. They don't want, they don't want people like me over there. Fighting. Dude, could you imagine me and you trying to war it? <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be good. I'd be one of those guys in the movie that like like on D Day, you the first guy out of the boat gets shot. That's me. Yeah. Immediate death. I'm not okay, hanging can, around. Can we just sleep in soon. a little bit longer? No, you gotta get up now. Get up, get up. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Did you but watch yeah. the uh you watched Pats last night? Uh I did. All of it? Yes. Yeah. It was tough. It was tough scenes. My and I tweeted this out. I think I'm gonna get his jersey. Marcus Jones is electric. Who is he? Oh, he's the guy that returns. He's the, the guy that does everything. Yeah. He's electric. Get him the ball. Just get him the just feed him. Give him he's ball. so fast. They I had some him. young guys in there that uh I like that strong dude. Yeah, Pierre Strong. In the in this past draft, we got Taekwon, who looks like his usage is going back up again, which is good because like when you draft a wide receiver in the second round, you should probably use him a lot. And then uh, he was the fastest wide receiver in the draft, and then Pierre Strong was the fastest running back in the draft. So we have a lot of young speed on the team, which is very exciting. But for some reason, uh, Matt Patricia doesn't like to use it. So did you see that Cliff Kingsbury last night threw his first challenge flag of the season? I saw that when you tweeted it, and it was outrageous. Wasn't that week 14? Week 14. How have you not challenged anything yet? Not yet? And he hasn't won a challenge since 2019. Just for the sake of it, throw it. He hasn't won a challenge since 2019. Is that bad? You think, is that, is that uh, indicative of like the guy that he has in the booth that just sucks? No, it's, it's, not him. Him look- it's a- Well, it's not him looking at the replay. It's his guys in the booth. Yeah, but you should, you should have instincts on uh, True. certain you know? Yeah, no, no, that's true. To not to week fourteen is the first time. Yeah, week fourteen's week fourteen's outrageous. Like every game, a coach should throw a challenge flag. Hundred percent. Week fourteen, crazy. That says everything you need need to know about him. Yeah. Well, he's going to be out of a job after the season anyway. And shout yeah. out, shout out. Uh, I was very excited for the game last night just because uh, Kyler Murray is a fun watch. And man, oh man, that sucks on the third play of the game. You were brutal. Brutal. I mean, we got nailed too. Devontae's got a concussion. I think McCordy's got a concussion. I think uh who else got hurt? Uh Steve, our best player, got hurt. <laughs> mm-hmm. We got killed last night with injuries anyway. Yeah, it's still one. But it's like, what's the point? The Pats are gonna get destroyed by a good team. If they get to the playoffs, I'll get destroyed by somebody. Yeah, it's gonna be kind of interesting though, because if you if you beat who do we got next week? The Raiders. Yeah. If you oh. end up yeah. uh yeah, yeah. If you end up with the same record as the Dolphins for that Dolphins game and you somehow beat the Dolphins at home, then you actually dodge Buffalo and Kansas City and you get, what, the Titans? Yeah. You know what I mean? Could be the Jaguars. Jaguars could, could be, would be, South, would be very South. interesting. Um, Tua, Tua's not being like early Tua. 
I don't know what's going on with the, with the Dolphins. As soon as um you take away that his middle of the zone area, the five to fifteen yard passes in the middle of the field that Tyreek was just running slants and running, they did an unbelievable job of dropping linebackers. 15, 20 yards down the field instead of five to 10 yards down the field. And it just worked. He couldn't yeah. do those like loop passes over the linebacker, but before the safety, he just didn't have any of those throws. Didn't he start the game like three of 17 or something ridiculous? It was outrageous. Yeah. yeah the Chargers did an unbelievable job, which sucks because we needed the Dolphins to actually win that game. But, yeah. What are you going to do? I think it's the story of the year is Jalen Hurts. Unbelievable. Like his career. He's outrageous. Unbelievable what he's done to become what he is. Yeah, well, I mean, it's what happens when you load up a load up a offense with just a bunch of wide receivers. Yeah, I mean their wide receivers are gross, and that's all you got to do. Yep, and then he can run, he can spray everything out, and he can run yep. if no one's open. But he's he's become the best quarter, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, and, and I'm not saying wet. it's just the weapons. Like obviously he's a really good quarterback, but when you get to yeah. go throw to a Heisman Trophy winner and AJ Brown on two separate ends, that's just stacked. That's why I think that uh, I think Robert Kraft should do the right thing and fire Bill Belichick. You're at that point already? Mm-hmm. Yikes. Yeah. Why not? Let's uh, get rid of Belichick and all of his friends. Clean clean house. Thank him for all they did. Just and, uh, absolute, absolute reset. I do have to admit, I think that is going to happen when um, Jonathan takes over the team. Yeah. I think Jonathan is just going to be like, let's just restart this entire thing. I mean, Belichick has failed to get wide receivers here every year. And it wasn't even, it's not since it, Brady left, it was the last couple of years for Brady too. Although he tried, what was that? The second to last year with Brady, he tried to get AB, he tried to get Josh Gordon. He tried to get those guys and it just didn't work. Yeah. Even, we even had Demarius Thomas, I think for a couple of preseason games, didn't we? Yeah. He couldn't play. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. It's very funny that we could have. I I liked Taekwon. I think he's going to be a good wide receiver, but we also just had the opportunity to pick George Pickens, which is just outrageous looking back on it. How do you not take that guy? But Pickens, you could have had DK, could Debo, Debo, could have had AJ Brown, AJ Brown, <laughs> and instead he took Nikhil Harry, he took Thornton. I mean, he was fine, but he was like he's kind of a reach there. Like, yep. he's been bad at it. Not great. What are you gonna do? Fire him! Fire his ass! Fire his ass! I love Belichick, but I don't, yeah, some, I don't think I, I don't think I'm there yet. I I will start getting into that conversation if we get to like May of this year and we don't have an offensive coordinator. Then I'm gonna be in that zone with you because okay, I'll save a spot for you. Yeah, I love Belichick too. I think he's great, but at some point you got football's changing. You need to get some new age guys in there. It's true. It is changing. It is. It is. I get some is. guys that know how to draft people. Draft offensive people. Did you make that sweater you're wearing? No, it's very comfy though. Yeah, I love this thing. Yeah, one of those bears. So comfortable. I th- yeah, I think so. Nice little um, Megan got for me. It was uh, what store Oops. is this? I think the uh, Old Navy. Fifteen bucks. Really? Oh. That's an Old Navy. Damn. Oh, yeah. Got a little zip. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I wear it all the way up just because it's cold in here, so I got to cover my neck. But I What's the temperatures up there in Boston these days? Uh, let me check. I think it was 30 today. There's actually a little snow on the ground. Oh, we got a little, not like, it literally like it sprinkled snow on Sunday, but it's still on yeah. the ground because it's cold. I think it's probably like 30, maybe. Damn. No, thank you. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite. I love it. Oh, it's actually not. It's 36 degrees outside today. 
But it's a little bit of a bummer because the next week and a half is all low 40. So I don't think we're going to have any um, snow for Christmas, which kind of puts a dampering on the whole thing. But what do you Christmas is sneaking up on me a little bit here. Isn't it next Saturday or oh, next yeah, Sunday? December, yeah. Less than two weeks. It's like 12 days away. Yeah. It's outrageous. Got to get those gifts. Yeah. Do you just buy gifts and send them places or do you go to Jacksonville again? I mean, um, to uh, I'm just gonna send them Brandington, Bradenton. No, I'm gonna stay here in Jacks. I, was, I always uh, go on Amazon. And I I go to the search for my little nieces and nephews and cousins, and I write in loud truck and whatever loud truck comes up, I get that for them. Can't you say? Can't you make Amazon send it as a gift too? Yep, you can pay them like three bucks to wrap it. They wrap it too. Mm-hmm. Oh damn, that's cool. I didn't yeah. know that. Huh. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's an extra couple bucks, but it's it worth wrapped. it. That's right. A little card for them, mm-hmm. or like I found for little kids, one of the best things to do is go on Amazon, be like, type in best gifts for four year old boy, and all this, all this stuff pops up. I love those lists. I use those lists all the time. I don't know what to get a kid. Not for kids, but literally for adults. I'm like, I need gifts for men. Bang. Yeah. For women. Done. Done. Well, I think I got that's all I got. I'm looking forward that's to all it. that's all I got. PNC this weekend, which is gonna be fun. And then uh next week we don't have any golf to talk about. So I'm I'm, gonna, sh- I'm, I'm on furlough next week too, so I'm not gonna be on this podcast. Furlough? I think I'm we're on furlough the week after. So are we taking a break for the next two weeks? Uh we can talk about that if you want. Yeah, I don't, I don't we can't work when we're on furlough, so you know what? I didn't even think about that. Technically yeah. the podcast does count. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about that. I'll t- I'll ask Tim we'll, about that today. We'll hold. We'll do that off off. Uh, yeah, people don't it? need to offline. Yeah. Everybody doesn't need to listen to us uh, talk about losing money. Yeah, <laughs> and Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Happy Holidays, everybody. God. All right, everybody, enjoy the PNC this weekend. And uh, I'm not sure when we're gonna talk to you next because we all uh, we're on furlough. So stay tuned. Later. See you.